0: Sunday in ordinary time. Humility. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down. Me change my life around.
1: Let the, come down. Let the spirit come down. Hello and welcome to the 25th Sunday in ordinary time. The first reading is from Wisdom and it's quite a difficult one um, about how the virtuous man would be tested. The second reading is from James chapter 3 Peacemakers, when they work for peace, saw the seeds which will bear fruit in holiness. And the Gospel is the Holy Gospel according to Mark and we hear about the Son of Man and about the importance of But let's begin with Father Gergen and our opening prayer. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me so love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light man turns up 14 times in Mark's Gospel and the only person who uses the term is Jesus himself. The term arises three times as the disciples are traveling to Jerusalem. Each time Jesus attempts to make it clear what will happen to him and the importance of service. As always Jesus is a living example and in Mark's next chapter Jesus says For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. This link between meekness and majesty is the point Jesus is trying to make with the Apostles. Service is the true form of rule, so whoever wants to be the leader of the Apostles must follow in the footsteps of Jesus and become the servant of all. Perhaps I'm getting a a little bit ahead of myself here. You know about children, how dependent they are on their parents. It's, it's the core of being a child really, isn't it? Once they're old enough to be truly independent, then we can safely say childhood is almost over. And most of our learning is done at childhood. Some say the best parents are the ones who are trying to teach and in school life, the best teacher's is the one who act, like, who act like parents. But At this time of year, new awesome terms are beginning in schools. Little ones are going for the first time or they're moving into year one out of reception. We've got the colleges like Carmel opening up. Uh, and a new beginning starting from all those children who used to wear uniform to now getting a taste of freedom. And then the ones who have moved on from that are in the universities. I remember going down to Bangor one weekend and noticing all these families with grown up children, but the parents uh, sort of giving them the last little bit of help before they go on to this new life, living in Bangor at the university there. All the time we see people growing up. The early childhood years of total dependence have to be released as the excitement of new independent stones for our young adults. Yet what makes the transition of the collegiate is the sudden regression back to dependence. The university student suddenly needs help with laundry and a, a secondary school pupil who's delighted that mum or dad can pick them up from school. Secretly, most parents are also happy that their children still need them. Now, Jesus' is teaching... A lot of his time he spent is is in teaching his apostles, and at times it's like teaching mature students, it's continuing education, and it's a special skill. People build up thick skins over the years and have preconceived ideas, prejudices, perhaps bad experiences. They may be looking for a scam in what people are saying and so on. What Jesus was telling his friends about the nature of the Messiah, they didn't want to know. They had another way in mind that meant triumph, exaltation and victory. They were more concerned about who was the greatest in this new kingdom than what Jesus meant about death. Who would be the top apostle rather than... The idea of rising up from, the, what? what's it, and no one had the guts to ask Jesus about that. They just wanted to push that away. Little did they know how their ideas about the Christ were going to change. Jesus had tried straight talking and giving them the facts. Twice now, without any success, we've heard about how he openly told them what's was going to happen to him. Perhaps his men were not verbal learners and needed something more concrete. Visual learning can be another real strong strategy in in education. I know it's one of the things that I like to see. And children as vessels for learning um, are so much more capable of absorbing new ideas and new things, because they, they don't have all that preconceived prejudice and ideas that they have to get rid of first. So Jesus took a child and put him in the midst of them. Children at the time counted for nothing in Capernaum and in the rest of the Judea. And even so, Jesus identified himself with that child by saying, Four times, whoever welcomes such a person, welcomes me. Such a person. Remember that around him, there were other disciples. There were other followers. There were women. Again, the lowest, who had nothing. And he was seeing these men again, coming forward, saying, I'm going to be the top dog, and... And you could imagine Jesus looking around and looking at the women, seeing in their eyes, uh, kind of looking upwards again. I think, oh no, is it, are we going to be put down once more? Think of Afghanistan. No, Jesus is saying, who welcome? whoever welcomes such a person, and think of the friends that Jesus had. Who did he welcome? who were, were close to him. Where did he go to find the people that he wanted to be be with? The point he wanted to make, I think, the lesson for all of us to take away, to be first alongside Jesus, one only has to become as great as a child servant, as great as a woman in society, that particular type of society, as great as the tax collector, the leper, the outcast, the least of all. More aptly, whoever receives me, whoever receives one of these, receives me. And not just me, but my Father and the Holy Spirit. What a great thing Jesus did for that child. He also made the child his equal. By lowering himself, he raised up the status of the child to be one with himself, the Alpha and the Omega. Pope John Paul II said in 2000 at the closing of the Marian Congress how closely Mary follows her son in this lowering of himself. She who had the mission of the Divine Motherhood and of the exceptional privileges which place her above every other creature, feels first and foremost the Handmaid of the Lord and is totally dedicated to serving the Divine Son. With ready abilities, she makes herself the servant of the Brethren. Jesus could say to her as well, whoever receives Mary, receives me and what she said okaya do whatever he tells you
0: My Lord, what love is this? See you. No. Oh. And my dear So Change my life, oh